Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hello, boys and girls. I've been watching way too much of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Welcome to October 15th, 2020. I come to you from a very rainy Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I am very excited because I stumbled on something called Recovering Couples Anonymous. No, I was not sent their information. No, I am not endorsing them. It's just, this is not a paid thing. This is just something I stumbled upon about 10 minutes ago, and I was like, this is amazing. What I Googled was marriage and the 12 steps because I have seen how it is a really excellent model applied to marriages. For example, when you have conflict or you're in a fight, like how do you make amends? How do you see your part? Why do we have to keep our side of the street clean kind of a thing? So when I Googled it, I found this fellowship called Recovering Couples Anonymous, and it is based on the 12-step model. And I'm literally reading right from their website. So the, you know, when you get a desire chip in AA, when you want to stay sober for 24 hours and they give you the chip, we call it the desire chip up here. Um, On theirs, it says, we came to believe in a power greater than ourselves, which is the second step. And their three legacies are commitment, communication, and caring. So this one happens to be out of Alameda, California, and who we are. It talks about how we, which is the first word of the first step, we are couples committed to restoring healthy communication, caring, and greater intimacy to our coupleships. We suffer from many problems, some identified and some not, some treated and some not. We also come from different levels of brokenness. Many of us have been separated or near divorce. Some of us are in our new coupleships and seek to build intimacy together. We have all sought healing in Recovering Couples Anonymous. So it talks about the who we are pamphlet. Oh, this is so good. Many, which I'm reading from right now, many couples have found it helpful to invite their higher power into their step work, starting with step two. Couples may invite their higher power in whatever manner feels right to them. Most of us have found that only by inviting our higher power into our coupleships have we received the serenity we sought. I am a big, huge believer that God can restore relationships. And I'm going to talk specifically about marriages here or relationships that have a marriage commitment, but I'll refer to them as marriages. God could and would if he were sought. I have seen God restore relationships. And it is only when you bring in God into your marriage in a united way can it be rebuilt. However, We need to do our work, which is why the 12-step model is genius in helping to accomplish that. So I'm going to read now the 12 steps of RCA, which is Recovering Couples Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over our relationship, that our lives together had become unmanageable. Two, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to commitment and intimacy. So good. Three, we made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood God. 
This is why I think it is very important to have a unified vision of who God is. And for me, I am married to a Christian man. I am a Christian woman. But Christians can have very different views on who God is and what he's capable of. For me, even though my husband, Zach, his practices and beliefs are very his beliefs are the same, but his practices are different. But how we are united is we believe Jesus is God. We believe Jesus is the answer. We believe Jesus is the truth. We believe Jesus heals. We believe Jesus unifies. So that is the most important part of our faith. We also put God over both of us and each of us. Our marriage at the very top is God. God is more important to me than my husband, and God is more important to him than his wife. That is important. So when we invite that higher power into our relationship and that unified vision of what God is capable of, and we pray nightly, we pray um, something from a devotional, which is basically scripture and a reflection, and then we pray after that together. That is the most important thing in our marriage. So when I talk about step three here, where it says God as we understood God, it is important that the couple believes, in my opinion, listen, I have very dear friends who they are married to people that sort of believe in a higher power, but this is just my own personal opinion. It may not be for everyone. And I'm not going to say that anymore as a qualifier. Now you get it. So as long as the couple has a unified vision of what God is and what God is capable of and the priority of God in the relationship, God can heal. And it may be in very strange and difficult ways, but I believe it's possible. So if you're struggling and you want to keep your marriage together and you have a partner who's willing and wants to keep your marriage together, I'm telling you it's possible. It takes three, you, that person, and God. Okay, step four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of our relationship together as a couple. Five, we admitted to God, to each other, and to another couple the exact nature of our wrongs. It's always really cool to to have a mentoring couple or a couple. Now, listen, I don't I have that with my pastor and his wife. And I have Christian couples around me. However, I am new in this marriage. So, and I have not had this before. When I was married seven years ago or eight years ago, I can't even remember now how long it was, eight or nine, we didn't have really couple friends that we could go to and talk about our marriage with and come together as people who believe in a loving, unifying God and see another couple who is thriving, who is open, who deals with challenges with God by their side. So this is very new to me. So I look to my pastor and his wife, although I don't know them that well, but I'm getting to know them that well. And the people in my community where I look to their marriage and I say, that is something that I would like to emulate. Um, And I respect that. So that is really cool. And that's reminding me now to stay close to those people. I also have a friend named Amanda who's been on our podcast and will be on this podcast soon again to talk about how our higher powers have changed. And she is the only person where we brag on how awesome our husbands are. Now, she's been married way longer than I have. Today is actually my three-month anniversary. And 
I think that's important because too often, and I can only speak from a female perspective, women get together and bash their husbands. And it's like, A, sweetheart, you chose him. B, that is being disloyal. Coming to your girlfriends and talking to them about the challenges is one thing, but husband bashing is a totally other thing, and I want no part of that. So being able to have a friend where we brag on how awesome our husbands are is really cool. And to see how much this woman loves her husband is really cool too, but is very honest about challenges and struggles. Okay, uh, step six, we were entirely ready entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character, communication, and caring. That's cool. So the defects of communication, the defects of caring, the defects of character. This is like a marriage inventory, y'all, and I bet you they have retreats, and we'll get to that tab in a second. Seven, we humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. That's exactly the same wording as eight, A step seven. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all exact same wording. Nine, we may direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Exact same wording. Ten, we continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it to our partner and others we had harmed. Eleven, we saw it through our common prayer and meditation. Fucking love that. Our common prayer and meditation. (sighs) This is amazing couple step work to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other couples and to practice these principles in all aspects of our lives, our relationship, and our families. Now, right under that, there's like this little disclaimer. The 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous have been adapted with the permission of Alcoholics Anonymous World Services, Inc., To adapt the 12 steps does not mean that Alcoholics Anonymous is affiliated with this program. AA is a program of recovery from alcoholism only. Use of AA steps or an adapted version in connection with programs and activities which are patterned after AA, but which address other problems or use in any other non-AA context does not imply otherwise. And then it says visit our website www.recovering-couples.org and it's got some uh, phone number and email and stuff like that. So, I mean, how cool is this? I am lucky that I am with a man that is committed to doing the work spiritually and emotionally. He is not in the 12-step program, but because of his work and because of his study over the years, um, it makes sense to him, the 12-step program. So I'm very lucky for that. How does a person navigate this without someone with an understanding of the 12 steps? I think an awesome way is to just go onto this website, look at it, and ask them if they're willing to do it. Find a therapist. And there are many that are either familiar with a 12-step program or encourage the use of a 12-step program in a therapeutic process. And I want to look at their events calendar, which I'm going to do right now, because what the heck? This is so exciting. Now, I know it's COVID, so there may not be a lot of retreats that are on right now. Um, okay, they have annual reports. They have voting proposals. Like, this is amazing. And you can also find meetings on the tabs here. So anyways, I'm not going to waste any more of your time with that, but I'm sure that that's pretty dang cool, y'all. No? Aren't you agreed? I guess that's it. 
12 minutes ain't bad. Thanks for spending this 12 minutes with me. I'm very excited, as you can tell, about this prospect. And I hope that maybe this might have given you a little light at the end of a tunnel of something you're going through in your marriage. You know, we have a very personal program, those of us in the 12-step program, that we know how to live based on the 12 steps. But I think often we tunnel vision it and we see it only as appropriate for our addiction. And I've always said that the 12-step model can be used to to apply to anything, smoking, you know, trauma, um, childhood stuff, uh, work problems, but sometimes it's hard to adapt unless it's very explicit or clear-cut instructions. And I think, think in terms of a marriage, this is pure gold. So go check them out, will ya? And I will talk to you very soon. In the meantime, I wish you a good 24. I wish you happy, sustained recovery. And next time, you'll get a story for story time. So stay tuned, y'all. Bye.